Welcome to the Begin With The Ends podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Jeff. We speak to guests to see how they've pursued their career goals. We go back in time to revisit the beginning of their path and where they wish to end. Thank you for giving us a listen. And we hope you enjoy. Hi everyone, welcome back to our podcast. We are now on episode two, which is really cool. Uh, things are really going for us now. Thank you for all of those who listened to our first episode. We really appreciate you guys listening and the support that you've given. We hope you enjoyed it and uh, we're very eager to keep this going. And hopefully we can bring you more interesting topics to listen to. I'd like to introduce a very special guest, or should I say guests, who hold a very dear place in my heart as they are a uh, close family. This is my annoying big sister, Jay aka Jen or Jennifer and her daughter uh, my beautifully clever niece Imani now before we get going with the podcast I just want to say how proud I am of you both as an uncle and a brother and what you've done with the business which is called Imani's Bathology this started off as an ambition conceived by my niece making bath bombs but this has now grown and evolved into a really fast-growing business where they sell homemade health and well-being products they sell things from body scrubs, body butters, shower melts, and rollables, and of course, bath bombs. This is just to name a few. Um, they have had a very busy year starting this during the first lockdown um, last year. And they only started it with just selling to close friends and family on Instagram. Um, but have since then have had pop-up markets during the festive period, and I believe they now have a website in the making. So yeah, really excited to see where they go. And I'm really excited to talk to them. Very, very happy to have you guys here. So, yeah, let's get this ball rolling. All right, so welcome back. And today we've got uh, another special guest. Say another special guest. But this one is a really special guest. Um, this is my sister and my niece. So thank you for coming on to the podcast, guys. Uh, Mike, how are you? You there? I'm good. I'm good. How about you guys? How are you, Jay and Money? I'm good. We're good, aren't we, Moni? Yeah. We did. We wanted you both on because our podcast is wanting to know what people are up to, how they started up. But yeah, you turned this year from a negative last year, 2020, by starting a business, which is going on strength to strength. And great things are happening with you guys. So that's primarily why we wanted you both on. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's, it's very nice to be invited yeah to speak about it do you want to do you want to give a bit of insight about what it is that you did last year um yeah what is um, that you've grown it began with it essentially started with essential oils um you know lockdown came and for you guys for those who who went from like a working office environment working from home environment it was it's a big um change isn't it it's quite you have to adapt, especially with your personal living space and just your personal, you know, your everyday life. So I think for me, um, it started with being introduced to essential oils, just how to use that and cope with, you know, like just levels of stress, like your mood. I was a bit sceptical, I'm not going to lie, at the beginning, but um, when I started to experiment with them, I just, for me, that's what, made me want to get into it um you know i just needed to help i needed something else you know 
to you believe in like way. holistics and yeah like and funny natural. enough like yeah yeah um so i did a lot of research and obviously the person who introduced me you know she was doing a lot of training a lot of presentations and till this day she still sort of like does a lot of um open forum events and stuff it's a really basically i just discovered a really big community in in essential oils and i was just start, starting to introduce it into our everyday living so it would be diffuse you know diffusing oils um using them in like rollables mm-hmm. like i i don't know mike i remember do you remember last year you when did. i gave yeah. you one of the rollables for our hay fever i believe in it basically and i believe in the fact that we just rely too much on western medicine yeah so um, how long have you been using the oils I think we've been in lockdown so long, we don't even know. No, last February, last February, remember? No, it was just before, no, March. Just as lockdown happened, that's when I ordered the oils. And I remember I got my first home kit. And that's, no, it was definitely March, March. So nearly like 10 months, basically, as long as the lockdown. So... Yeah, we just started from that. We started making products. We started making, um, like, um, yeah, the bath bombs came around when about June, June, yeah. So you know, like June time was like the transition from when the restrictions were lifted a bit, but then it kind of like was that transition from, okay, we've gotten used to working from home, you know, learning from home, and working in this home environment. How do we feel like the summer holidays coming up? So I made a point to Imani. I said, you know, I don't want you to spend time on your devices. I want you to actually start doing stuff creatively. So what did you make? You made like... Bath um, bombs because you bought home... Um, no, you bought um, ingredients for... I don't know what it was for, but you bought ingredients and they were also for bath bombs. So then I decided to start making bath bombs. No, not slime. Slime's, <laughs> slime's old school. <laughs> Yeah, no, what was it? So, yeah, it's just bath bombs. And then after you thought of the shower mount to people who don't have baths. Yeah. And then we tried it out and... And that was it. Yeah, her bath bomb, you know, discovery. And then Imani decided she wanted to have have her own business. Yeah, that's what happened. One day she just turned around and said to me, Mum... What did you say? <laughs> I oh. said, um, I'm going to start a bath bomb business. Oh, no, I think I just said I wanted to start a business, but then decided to do bath bombs. And it just Which is of... incredible, really, because, yeah, Amalia, exactly. how old are you now? Just for oh. our listeners, uh, 12. So yeah. has any of your friends started a business? or? Uh, no. Just um, Lauren. That's it. Yeah, Lauren, who's um, our, her cousin. Yeah. Yeah, family, so that's family where, business that we're running. That's, yeah, exactly. That's where it, it was. That was the inception. Was well, summer of twenty twenty. Kudos to you, Marnie. You're doing very well. This was last year, so this is you're twelve now. So this is you were still eleven when you came up with the idea, weren't you? Yeah. And just just yeah. finishing up with uh, primary school. Yeah. Yeah, that's very. What were we doing, Jeff? In primary school, and Jay, what were we doing when we were in um, year six? I don't even remember that far back. I know what I was doing last year. I was playing on my Switch. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Mike, was, Mike was sobbing. Watching. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was probably dancing then in year six or probably getting ready. And Imani was thinking about making her first mini. So, exactly. but it's good because... It puts things into perspective, doesn't it? <laughs> it definitely does. And the fact that, you know, you've kind of married both 
together. So your your love for the oils, Marnie's love mm-hmm. for the money and her bath bombs. So it's nice. So you you've done you're doing both. And do you know what? Now we've got a good backstory. What we'd like to do at the beginning of our podcasts are get to know our guests a bit better. So we've got a game we want to play with you both. This one is most likely two. So we're going to ask you guys a question and you both need to jump in and say, who is it going to be, mum or Marnie? Mum or Marnie, okay. Yeah. So are you ready? We're ready. Yeah. Who is most likely to rule the world? Um, Imani, I'd say. I'd agree. You say me? Oh, thanks. <laughs> I, I think Imani, because she still doesn't, she's still got a lot of potential and more years left in her than me. So Imani. <laughs> uh, good answer. That is a good answer. Um, next question. Most likely to blow all their money on an impulse buy. Ooh. <laughs> I would say. No, I'd say both. I'd say both, but I'd say more Imani. Me? <laughs> <laughs> what have you bought, Imani? What did you buy? Yeah, be honest with them. Um, what have you last bought? <laughs> last thing I... That you didn't need to buy. I can give you one idea. What? LED chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> LED chopsticks? What the... <laughs> <laughs> they exist? <laughs> yeah. But they broke now. <laughs> yeah, they broke after like a week. Oh, yeah, wow. no, what else did you buy? You bought... Um, oh, well, funny enough, she bought... Glasses. What glasses? The ones that... LED glasses? Come yet, but the glasses. <laughs> when you, down, you can see your phone. Oh, it's the glasses that have like a, you know, like a perspective vision. So if your laying phone's like down. laying down, uh, it's kind of see direct, it. the, these glasses kind of point into to where your phone is. Right. Yeah, it's really <laughs> lazy, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's most likely to order a pizza in the next 24 hours. <laughs> Mum. Mum. Yeah, Mom, me. Mom. I agree. Yeah. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. What's your favourite pizzas, guys? Margarita. Yeah. I'll just make you cheese on toast then if you just want That's that with it. ketchup. No, this is literally the only pizza she ever eats. If you give her anything with anything on it, she just pick yeah. off the bits and then eat the cheese and dough. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. But it's our local one. We've got a local one which we're quite happy with the the quality um, and we're trying to support local not touch off subject but um local businesses is i think since since we've imani started her business we seem to be supporting a lot more smaller businesses like we you know for the bespoke product that we're looking for we tend to try and go we tend to try and source it through someone who's got their own business to kind of support that way as well uh, i think that's really important especially Definitely. now well it's always going to attract you to Similar like-minded people. Yeah. It's also a way of networking, I guess, because you're... Yeah, that's what we've had a lot of people, you know, sort of sharing her posts on, especially on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are literally... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, like, we just get a lot of support from small businesses and we just want to sort of give back as well. And even... Like when people do, you know, when we can see they're doing raffles or like, her, her, you know, the local, we've got, there's a radio station, Chalk, is it Chalk Hill Community? Center, yeah. yeah, there's a Chalk Hill Community radio station as well. Like we donated uh, a product. Yeah. Oh, nice. What yeah. was it? I think it was um, a few bath bombs. Yeah. Really, yeah. 
but just like you said networking that's what we're trying to do is but within the community okay yeah within the community so let's talk about a community because the whole you know clues in the name they ends um jay you like your brother grew up in east london you're now living in northwest london Wembley. Yeah. Wembley. Um, wow. childhood wise money we're going to ask you as well because your mum and dad are both from different parts and but here's a controversial one here's a controversial mm. one where are you from in my name well my dad's from like queen's park yeah and then my mum's from east london so what football team do you support my i don't support a football team <laughs> no, she does, guys. no 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 see I, I spent good money on your arsenal kit when he was a baby so okay. <laughs> Oh yeah, Techni- technically, who do you support, Marnie, because of dad? Awesome, yeah. Good answer. But she's <laughs> secretly an iron fan because she got iron in her blood. Oh, so don't we all? Scientifically true as well. So you're so she's from... pulling out a, fla- a, fa- a, a flag. Mike, what happened, man? Uh, I'm just thinking, don't get me started on football because I, I just started like, biting my nail as soon as we started talking about Arsenal. That's my... <laughs> <laughs> That's my muscle reactions. Just, it just well, if you start talking out. about football, I'm going to have to leave this. Um, yeah, let's not let's not do that. No, but then you're <laughs> you're screwed yeah. away, Jay. Because if you go downstairs, well, exactly what Imani's there. Just bring football. Andre. I'll bring Andre up here. <laughs> you're, you're damn either way. So, do you like coming to East London, Imani? Yeah. I don't know what you was doing at eleven and twelve, but I definitely was playing like Power Rangers and pretending to be. Um, is it Kimberly? Kimberly, like, the, pink, the pink ranger. Yeah, yeah. my neighbours. Like, I think the generation, isn't it, is a bit different. So in terms of... Yeah, that's and a hard you, one, I think, for her. It is a hard one. Don't worry, that's fine. We, we're, for we're her less, age, I mean. So culturally now, no, because we were... We, so we know Jeff's mm-hmm. Filipino and obviously his sister is. Um, Moni, how, how about you? So your dad's from what country? He's from Jamaica and St. Lucia. So he's 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 his mum. His oh yeah, his mum's so my grandma. She's from Jamaica, and his dad's from Saint Lucia. Nice, nice. And Imani's good. She calls herself Blasian. No, I don't. Blasian. <laughs> or Filipino or Jamapino. 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 I like that one. How was it like? So Imani, being Jamapino. of mixed ethnicity, because I'm I'm half. Caucasian, like half white, half Filipino. It's a bit being of both worlds. Is you have two cultures in growing up. So how is that? Because obviously you're close to both sides. You're very close. Your families are. Marnie, what traditions mm. on both sides have you picked up through mum and dad? Would you say food? That's it. Spring rolls. Lumpia. And um, adobo. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and what about on the opposite ends, on the opposite sides? Of oh, culture? like um, mac and cheese. Um, Dumplings. Yeah. Chicken. Jerk what kind chicken. of chicken? Jerk chicken, chicken stew. I think your uncle knows more um, dishes than you do. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love that Jamaican food, man. Um, no. Aki. Oh, I love Aki and salt. Is it salt? Yeah. Salt it's because we only have like... Like if grandma cooks, we don't have a, like all of the foods. Mm. But what about like the drinks? Because I love Guinness punch. You got you got um, things like fruit. You got fruit punch as well. Guinness punch, I love. 
Yeah, where I think the one, if I could sort of step in for Imani in terms of okay. me integrating with another culture, one similarity, the one common thing that both like both um, sides of the family um, have in common is is family, family value. Yeah. Sorry, I should say, like um, it's, we're very similar in that sense. Um, yeah. And then another similarity is that you know we're always late for the party. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I had to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like there's a lot of um, I think that's definitely family value I can see you know it's very important for Filipinos like I can talk as Filipino growing up in a Filipino household having those friends cousins whatever like it's important to us yeah. I also see it on on Imani's dad's side so Andre's side like you know whenever we're at parties it's like so much family yeah it's always any any reason to have a party but also everyone makes the effort to like be there for that occasion. Yeah. yeah. So that's quite nice. And I think that's what I think Imani embraces as well, because, you know, she gets it from both sides of the family. It's not just one way. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So that's, that's important. That's Do you embrace the, the lateness as well, Imani? <laughs> the, the lack of yeah. punctuality. <laughs> God, it's really bad, isn't it, on both sides? But it's just yeah. you know our bloods on. Because we all we're always late. Different time zones. <laughs> Different time zones. What, what, what do you want to be? What do you want to be when you're older, money? I don't really know. What I want to be when I grow up. Things that growing you growing up, you did say you wanted to do one. Was she wanted to be like prime minister, didn't she? No, teacher. <laughs> Like her dad. Oh, yeah, I did say that, actually. Yeah. You did say doctor. Yeah, I did actually. say doctor. Um, what was no. the recent... You did some sort of survey with school and then you kind of... Oh, no, 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 no. That was like a... Therapist. No, 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 no. That was step into the NHS, but oh, I didn't okay. like any of the jobs, so I just picked a random one. <laughs> <laughs> and what random one you chose was drama therapist? Yeah, which I don't see myself doing, but I don't know yet. She doesn't know yet. Yeah. But her and dad is... This one. Help I mean, you you got a business anyway, so you don't exactly. need to worry about that now. Any you're making that money. <laughs> How about you, Dre? What did you want to be as a child? What was your dream job? Um, dancing. Yeah, my dancing, but I don't know. Like, I would have probably been. I should have. Like, I could have. I was on the way to possibly wanting to do Broadway. Really? Yeah. But I did a lot of dancing to fulfil what I felt like I fulfilled already. Yeah, like I, I fulfilled a lot because I did a lot of, you know, these pageants and events. And I don't know, I've always had a thing for events. That's always been my thing as well. Like doing that. these, um, you know, I'm sure if you're a Filipino listening, um, we love our pageants, don't we? <coughs> Miss World, World Peace. Mm. I used to do a lot of that in the community back in the day. Um, at the start, it was cotillions. But no, cotillions, actually, I'm not going to lie, I actually made money from that. I would say probably about from 16. Nice. Yeah, 16, I mean, that's when I started Jeez. teaching properly. And then... And you still teach here and there? During lockdown, you were doing a couple online virtual. Yeah, I did some online classes, yeah. and that that was more for about 
that was about that goes back to that question thing you were doing earlier about giving like I you know I did that for free because I did I wanted to do that for the kids like and that was quite fun I'm actually thinking about starting it up again just again yeah, for, like, if people are getting bored at home no more Joe Wicks um, anymore so you might as well Mm. But I don't know. Some one way or another, dance is always, I think, going to be part of my life because whether I'm making money or whether I'm learning. So, you know, like last year or a year and a half ago, I took up this new type of dance. It's called Heels and Feels, which Imani loves. No, I don't. And mimics. I've got a video as well. No, you don't. I deleted that. No, I still haven't. But yeah, it's for me. It's growing up. It was yeah. I made I made some money. I made pocket change from it. But it was still I was earning for doing something I love. That's what I was doing at that age and up. Let's talk about schools. So whilst I'm on the topic of like you know young years and stuff, it might talk to us about how it's been uh, with online learning and you know how how school works going at the moment from home. Um... Well, it's just been the same as like normal school because we still have our lessons or our same lessons, but it's just online and it's live lessons instead. And some of our lessons are shorter now. Okay, are you doing it through a laptop or a tablet? Oh, I use my iPad. Oh, I'll check you out. She's got an um, Apple Pencil as well, you know. Wow. I know. <laughs> Looking forward to going back into school or...? You like doing it from home at the moment? I kind of like doing it from home, but the only thing I don't like is that I don't get to see all my friends at, like, broken lunch. Yeah. That's... But other than that, it's fine. Do you stay in You're... touch with your friends on, like, on Zoom or, you know, do you get to speak to them? No, not no. really. You're in touch with some of, like, your old school friends, aren't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. My old school friends from primary school. Like, FaceTimes and messages. Actually, just to make a point, because she just started in September and then it was like three months of going in, but then being having to be distant. I reckon it was difficult for kids to kind of, especially in year seven, you know, yeah, like secondary school. First year of secondary school, so it must be tough. Yeah, and then imagine three months in school and then it's locked down. No, but a few of my friends that are at my school now, they went to my old primary school and oh, they so were actually... Some, oh, you said yeah. at least you know some. I know some people. So it makes like sense. you said, it's hard to be a year seven not knowing everyone. I was in the same boat when I went to St. Bonaventures, which is where Uncle Jeff mm-hmm. went to as well. I was in year seven and I only knew a handful of people from my primary school because I actually went to Manchester and came back. So I know where it's, it's very daunting going into the big school, especially when your mum gives you like a side parting and a, shiny, <laughs> a spit shine on your head and you're wearing a blazer that's like a year 11 size blazer when you're in year seven, like because your mum's Filipino and she wants that blazer to last. You know what I mean? Like, you're, yeah, you're going to grow into that. Like my trousers, they were like circus tents, but that was the life in the 90s. That's and you had the rucksack, the rucksack that was basically bigger than you, and you looked like you were carrying. You looked like a ninja turtle, wouldn't it? Oh <laughs> no, yeah, Molly, your ba- her school bag. My is bag's like, awful. Yeah, it's like it's like a little side, no, not like even a, a little side bag. It's like a big side bag that looks like a suitcase. Yeah, like you know, like these suitcases that like men in business suits carry. But just imagine what? one of those suitcases, but with strap. It's that big. Oh, those. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's horrible. 
Oh, you can always, uh, now that you're earning, you can get yourself a Just Do It. Those mini Just Do It bags, isn't it? Um, are, you, are you allowed to wear brands? N- no, you can't change your bag. They oh. give you a bag and you can't change it. Oh, savages. Um, what about, let's let's talk more about, you know, school. What are your favourite subjects at the moment? Probably maths. Yeah, really? same maths. In our generation, a lot of the older generation despise maths. Yeah, I didn't get very well grades. So you've taken after, mine is taken after her dad. Andre, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Dad loves maths. Dad loves maths, doesn't he? Yeah. What about you, Jay? What was your favourite subject in school? Oh, I was the typical. I liked arts, you know, so I liked drama. Mm. Um, I liked Mm. English, actually. Um, English? I didn't mind history. I like history, actually. I didn't mind history. Ari was funny only because we used to take the mick out of the teacher. Um, I'm not going to say on here what we... At St. Angela's, if you went to St. Angela's, you know. Was she like Mrs. Miss Trungeable from Matilda? Yeah, yeah, she looks like that. Right. hair and a short... Yeah, she was... She was funny and we just... She was just so serious. She was just very serious. So it didn't... Yeah, it was funny. We just used to up to no good in her class because people would just take the mick out of religion but they shouldn't have but oh and PE I did PE GCSE so that was really good (laughs) say that louder money (laughs) I hate PE there's freedom of speech on this podcast money you can say whatever you like about your whatever you like teachers that annoy you (gasps) was that a yawn I was a yawn and Imani did a dab. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Look, For crying out loud. Since nine, we stopped, we had dinner and we did some bath bombs and then we did some photo shoots. We haven't stopped and now an interview. And that's all while we're home. So it's been a long day. That's the process. Yeah, the pro- pay for the process. That's the process of like, you know. So yeah, when, like I don't know if you want to talk about that, Molly. Like the process of when we make bath bombs to when we post them. Oh yeah, because yeah. when we make them, we have to let them um, set for twenty four hours, and then after that's when we take photos. So yeah, we think about the designs, don't yeah. we, and then wow. we play around. You d- can I can I just mention that you did all of the photography yourself for the, for your social media yeah. account, right? Yeah. And what yeah. can you reveal the trick that you did for your, you know, your your pictures? Can you reveal to our listeners how you take the photographs? Oh, it's just on my um my IKEA white desk chair. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you use white. it as a back, a clean yeah. backdrop, a yeah. clean backdrop for your professional photo. And what you just yeah. taking it on your phone. Yeah, because it's like one of those plastic. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's like shiny. Because yeah, it, it gives off a, like a shine. And I, I, when I was looking at, it, I was thinking, where's she taking these photos? Whoa. No, no, no. Imani discovered this chair. That's when we first the... like made a bath bomb, and then I took a photo on my chair. And then we just knew that that was going to be her. That was the chair that would needed to be in our lives. Yes, everyone needs a chair <laughs> and good lighting. <laughs> It's on point, no, honestly. I'm looking at it now, I'm just thinking... I mean, for our listeners who who haven't um, seen these, obviously, um, go check out on her Instagram. It's at Imani's Bathology. 
Um, all one word, I-M-A-N-I-S, apology. But yeah, I mean, she's on, um, they she's look on amazing. And Facebook, so. And you're just, vote. what is it on an iPhone, these these photos? Yeah. And what's the what's the setting, money? What do you use? Um, portrait, that's yeah. it. And then the filter portrait, you use is uh, vivid. Yeah. Amazing. It's very, very simple. It's really funny, Mike. Can I just make a point, like you said, about Imani being like this young person who's got her own business and how it, it inspires us as adults. Like, yeah. it's definitely done that for me. Like, just the process, because obviously I have to, you know, sense check everything to make sure. It's just having that sort of filter there, isn't it? Just to make sure that, like, it's just making sure that there's a filter, a parental filter. Yeah. But Which is definitely there's things that I'm learning along the way. So like, I will do stuff with her. And obviously, if there's new, like, for example, like now there's new, let's say on Instagram, there's new, what's it called? Reels. You know, like they're constantly upgrading, aren't they? They're constantly adding functions to oh. these social media platforms. And like, for example, today, for the sake of learning, because obviously I don't expect Imani to do this, I was sent a... Um, a free workshop and oh, it was yeah. basically on how to get started your own business on social media. It was a very sort of beginning stages, but I just thought I've been given, so this has come my way. I'm going to listen in on it. I'm going to still do my day-to-day -day job, but it was in, it was on, it was in on the lunch break. So I kind of um, listened to it. Like it was, uh, it was an actual zoom lady so they used zoom basically it was three in they were in partnership with westminster council and they were offering this free workshop for two hours and i thought you know what i'm just gonna do it and listen in and you know just stuff like that it's you can definitely you just want to learn so that's what i'm trying what i'm trying to explain is that with what imani's doing it's making me learn a lot of things as well like you know I never used to use Instagram that much. I never used to use, but it's also, you know, it's like turning it around instead of just using social media for the whole, you know, what's the latest this? What can I buy? What product? It's kind of like, cause she's on the flip side. She's the seller. There's a lot I'm learning from that aspect as well. So yeah. and really if you're using it for the right things, like for you, you're, promoting the business you're networking like you said with other local businesses and like uplifting yeah, each other that's, that's a great thing that's a powerful thing that's, that's safe that's thing, yeah you know and so i think it's just felt like you said filtering even yourself as an adult like because we all know how easy it is to yeah, scroll and waste time hours. yeah exactly procrastinate but the fact that you guys are doing something productive with it and use it as a really big platform yeah which, which is funny because we we had I guess we had Mike's friend, uh, DJ Styles, who, who actually said this, like, mm. he uses a lot, he uses Instagram and, you know, Twitter and a lot of social media to, to get a lot of his networking. Yeah. And this is exactly yeah. what you guys are doing. At the same time, you know, you're also inspiring the, your contacts to do better because I've been seeing, like, the people that have been tagging you and adding you in your, your stories. It's really... It's really it's, nice. Like it's, it's like really, really taken off. Yeah. yeah. It's really taken off in and, the community. You know, like I, had a, I think I had this, um, my old colleague, the March, March Hair, Hair Bakery. Yeah. She used to, I used to work with her actually at Park Plaza. Um, and she went and travelled for a bit with her husband abroad. 
since lockdown have had to come back to the UK. And I think he, her husband's like a chef. He's like a bakery chef or he's got like years of experience. So they've set up their own macaroon business. Oh, wow. You can go on Imani's page actually and like find the, um, their handle. Um, I mean, look, I'm even using words like handle. Like I've never <laughs> known this terminology before. But yeah, like um, just, you know, she's kind of started, they kind of launched around about the same, a couple of months just after Imani. And she's kind of like someone who, you know, who's been supporting us and we've been supporting her. So I bought loads of her, the macaroons are bloody amazing. Um, We bought, like I bought one for my boss, I bought some for us over Christmas. But again, it's just even watching the progress of what she's doing on her social media is inspiring me and Imani because we watch her, we follow her and she shares our posts and we share, yeah, their photos are really good. That's amazing. So you just get, it's, it's just such an inspirational like process as well, because you're seeing things that you like and, you know, you just, pe- the people that are supporting you, you're getting inspiration from them as well. So it's really, like you said, that's kind of like what the positives coming out from social media for once, you know, as opposed to it being negative. Jay, you said as well, it's about being around the right people always, but you're in a prime opportunity now with the internet social media it's the fact that you've done this with your mum like the fact that you, that too, yeah. you've been bonding yeah. with your mum i mean you and your mum are any are closer already anyway but you know yeah. for you guys to to work together to know that yeah if you were to have a business with your mum you, you could work don't get don't get don't just fall. like you might get laughing because she knows what i'm going to say there's definitely times where we clash as in we are having an argument over the shade of a bath <laughs> <laughs> or like how it's going to look on the camera or you know they say like it's difficult to work with your family there's definitely been those moments where I think Andre's wanted to go and leave the property to kind of like go for a drive because we're driving him mad with our arguing <laughs> <laughs> but no it's all a learning thing isn't it like I, I enjoy what I do I enjoy the fact that I the fact that I've um, learned and mastered the art of making a bath bomb from my daughter. I taught you over FaceTime. Did you teach me over FaceTime? Yeah, when I went to Auntie Anna's oh, house. Yeah. When we do get on and when we are being creative together at the dinner table, there are times where we both say to each other, oh my God, this is so therapeutic. Like it's literally, <laughs> it is very therapeutic because I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because we're using the oils and they're helping us like, you know, up with our moods, but then also just something about being creative. This is kind of what we need in lockdown sometimes, I feel like, to get away. You know, my work desk is just behind our dinner table. So to be able to get away from that, you know, and try and, like, fill your evenings or your weekends by doing... Because we can't do anything else, this is definitely what's helped us. Like like you said, Mike Bond, yeah. we've spent time together without killing each other. <laughs> You know, we end up doing something great and creating something great. So it's definitely, I love, I like doing them. I like making them. I really do. And I like, and I like making them with you, Imani. (laughs) She's like, now she's getting, being a cringy moment. What's the next the next steps in the business plan? Um, I'm not sure. Just like to try and make different 
bath bombs and like you wanted to try um basically you can there's more intricate kind yeah. of designs and she yeah. wants to kind of challenge herself in making that so it's a lot of research it's going to be a lot of research in terms of how do you make it to that consistency it's a lot of chemistry basically yeah. if i'm honest this is why again it's a really good learning thing for Imani as well as because yeah. she's doing design just is to sort of, as a parent what I'm seeing her learn mm. like she's obviously not just learning about money she's being creative with designing her bath bombs as well as doing the photography side you know she's marketing making, yeah. Yeah, yeah marketing and you know I will I will help when I'm need when I'm needed but then she's doing stuff like decision making like they don't teach you that at school no. You know, there's no. sometimes things that she has to make the decision of because this is her company and I might be the parent and be like well no I have my opinion but ultimately she is the boss of this company you know this thing that she's building so but ultimately when it comes to the bigger decisions like there are bigger decisions she has to make but it's just a lot of um yeah she's learning a lot of those skills the skill set it comes with is what I was trying to say mm. So. That's really good. At your age, Imani, the fact that you're you're basically don't grow up too fast, but you know you've got you've got the right things, the right you're set up with the right things in life to to be more successful than you are now. So hmm. keep it going, man. It's good that you're challenging yourself. In terms of yeah, so she's just gonna try and make like new things, new things, yeah. and just keep going with the trends. I think is. What seems to be working for her? So with you, so with you both, like Marnie, you're at school and Jay, you're working full time on mm-hmm. top of this. Um, do you have a weekly routine or schedule to, that you work on the business? Um, we don't have a. It's not so much a routine. If you think about like, so if I just quickly explain at the beginning when Imani planned this business, she, we sat down and we said, look, we you have there's a. There's a there's a plan that you have to kind of like there has to be a bigger picture there has to be a plan so she mm-hmm. list, we listed together like throughout the year what are the commercial you know the commercial like holidays, holidays that we can make, you know make, make the bath, bath bombs based yeah. on that yeah. so that's how yeah. it all kind of started so if you see her Instagram you will see it's like she done ha- uh, Halloween she did Christmas. Christmas yeah. We did like a new year, new me, like yeah, sort of that. theme. That was good. You know, at the moment she did like, and then now she is Valentine's, Valentine's yeah. and then Easter, and then mm. Mother's Day, yeah. and then Father's Day. You know, like all these. This is how you know. So I would say, whenever we have free time, the plan is usually to try and make the bath bombs um, on a Friday. And then on the Saturday, we have all of that weekend, like either Saturday or Sunday, depending on when we want to have a creative day. It's like those are the days mm-hmm. where we'll, we'll work on practising designs. Yeah, sometimes like if you're not busy at work, then you'll make like some of the bath bombs for us to like mm. design on the weekend. Yeah, exactly. And like then live lessons. And then when they're ready, like we... Like, you know, Molly was explaining earlier, you have to let them set, you have to let yeah. them dry out. So you can't make them and then design them straight away. they'll just crumble. Yeah, exactly. So There's a process. 
like make yeah, the bombs. Yeah. What's yeah. been your hardest hardest design to date? For me, I think I would say it looks like it's the geo crystals. They're kind of easy, bit, but it just is long it because, long, like, you have to long, do yeah. one layer at a time. For those for those listeners who don't know, if you haven't looked at a product yet, it's like he's made it like I don't know what they called. They like the crystal. you know the they're, they're geo. The geodes are like crystal. crystallized. It's rocks. Rocks. But yeah. she's made bath bombs look like they're all sparkly. They have different multi-coloured. Um, I literally bought them for my male colleagues and they both used it and they loved it. Oh, nice. There you go. It's for all ages. We are working. We are. We did recently buy some moles um, in the the shape of a Lego. Oh, yeah. So we're working on Lego. Oh, that's a good one. Can you share us any like embarrassing stories from back in the day, maybe in school? Oh, yeah. In your youth? In school? (laughs) (laughs) On the hot seat now. You're on the hot seat in front of the money. Keep it clean. Uh, yeah, the, the, this one is, it's clean, but then the story is not clean because I had to, yeah. What kind of story, like how explicit shall I go? Imani, <laughs> <laughs> hey, just back out of the room, cover your ears. I've got a couple of embarrassing, yeah, I've got one. On. Just really word, word it cleanly, but, you know. I'll word it cleanly. Okay, so, you know, when you go home, on your way home, there is no feeling of wanting to go to the toilet, right? Oh. So, you know, I don't know if I've told you this in one actually. But, I don't think you have. <laughs> you know, so I got to, if you guys remember Atkinson Road and whoever. How old were you? So I was, I could have been in year seven or easily year eight. Oh, money, this is your time. <laughs> <laughs> You just, Imani, actually, you should just count yourself lucky you don't have a sibling. So anyway, what, what happened was I was walking home and I got very close to the, I got home to the door and I think I forgot my keys. So oh. I had to, like, I was, I knew Jeff, Anna, our <laughs> sister was home. And um, she was home because she even poked her head out of the window and said, oh, hi. And I was like, Anna, hurry up. I need to go to the I think you guys can imagine what happened. So, yeah, instead of, like, you know, rushing down to answer the door for me, she was just sort of, like, standing in the window going, ha-ha, you need to go toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she thought... <laughs> I'm not even good at it. So she thought, like, maybe... Maybe she thought that I had like a really high threshold of holding in my. Wait, is this a one or one. two? Number one, which is, it's not that bad. But the fact is, she was just kind of like, like laughing at me, going, oh, "You need to go to the toilet." <laughs> I just, it was, you know, that moment. It's that moment when you you're you're digging for your keys and you put the key in the keyhole and you're really dying to go. It was it was that kind of urgency of. To- like toilet needing, to yeah, needing to go so you think at that age I'd have like strong enough anyway mm-hmm. I'd be strong enough to hold it but I wasn't so I don't know if you remember Jeff the, the neighbour's little wall that we used to sit on yeah yeah so I thought I'd be clever and I thought oh she's not going to answer the door anyway I just sat on top of it and crossed my <laughs> legs sit down I sat there I crossed my legs in dear hope that she would answer the door within like the next 10 seconds she didn't <laughs> She was still in the window laughing. And, um, so, yeah, I just, I said, 
I just went, I let it rip. I let it go. I had to go toilet. Oh. I was in my school uniform. You've seen the brown uniform, that really <laughs> nasty brown uniform in black tights, you know. Oh, my gosh. And I sat there on the wall pissing myself. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I then opened the door. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. She used to do a lot of crap to me <laughs> as like being the older sister. Like one time, she used to she actually, for out of no reason, just because I was a little sister, she flicked. You know those um, thick elastic bands, oh, the yeah. long ones, really thick. Like I'm talking two centimeters thick. She just came up to me one day and put it on my eye and just went flick, and I started <laughs> laughing and then oh, ran off. <laughs> he dropped me off my. He rolled me, spun me around and dropped me out of my, my pram. Oh. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, don't. Yeah, I, I, think, I, gave, I think I gave my mum, nearly gave her a heart attack that time. So Jeff, <laughs> Uncle Jeff, your Uncle Jeff little boy. really young, yeah. like probably six to nine months Oh, Baby, mom, I know. <laughs> I <didn't cry. laughs> and basically, it was one of those buggies that were kind of like you can you sit them up, but then you can they lay them down. Anyway, Uncle Jeff was yeah. in the buggy with loads of luckily with loads of blankets around him. But anyway, oh, he wasn't not what plugged in. He wasn't um, seatbelt. Seat belt. Seat there was belt. no yeah yeah. And I just for some reason I decided to swing round the buggy, but you know when you swing it round in like a like a proper 360 kind of swing <laughs> 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 and I did that and he flew out <laughs> 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 I think I screamed and I ran up the stairs and started oh and then my mum came she was she was in the kitchen which was the room just next door she was like dad what's happening <laughs> like it was really funny now it was Nine really months. funny. At the time, it wasn't. <laughs> no months. I turned out fine. Uh, yeah, I was just, I am very glad that oh, your uncle funny. turned out fine. <laughs> so, Uncle Michael, when he was probably about. Oh, five, is this that showing no, my No, no, it's not. It's not okay. that. <laughs> no, we were out, outdoor. We were out on Creams Road, you know, near Atkinson, near the oh. old, old house. And we were all playing out, and there was this massive yeah. puddle. And your uncle Michael used to love drinking water from the puddles. Oh. <laughs> In the ends, yeah. Oh no, I didn't know that. Yeah, that you remember? Oh, you probably were. I was a few years older than you. You used to do all sorts May. of crap on the street, mate. <laughs> what's what's Jeff's um, embarrassing story? Jeff's. It's more about he wouldn't know. He wouldn't be, have felt the embarrassment, but he'll only feel the embarrassment. I think this is one that you're you're quite familiar with, Jeff. But when it's the dress, is, isn't it? It's the dress. No, it's not the dress actually. <laughs> but now you've remembered. No. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, me, 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 and Auntie Anna used to dress Jeff up like all the time. <laughs> and there was one time me and Jeff we decided to dress up matching with blankets and headbands, headbands, and do like pictures of the Statue of Liberty. The one with Jeff is like it's actually quite. You'd think, oh my god, this is like child abuse, but when Je Jeff was very cheeky when he was like three, four. And 
Um, your Lola, so for those listening, Lola means grandma. Your Lola yeah. really told him off and he was rude. I think he was just like, no, no. He was <laughs> really rude. Back, to, back to Lola. So your Lola decided to, you know, them little mini chairs you get in nursery, in the nursery. The grey ones. What, like yeah, the grey ones with like the red but yeah your lola tied up uncle jeffrey tied his hands behind the chair and then turned his back towards the tv and then we just left him (laughs) 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 yeah so uh, yeah jeff just used to be jeff is still the spoiled child being the youngest and the only boy so whenever he got in trouble i'd love it because i'd be like ha ha Oh, yeah, Sounds I, a bit I'm like just, a middle child syndrome. Middle child syndrome, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Wow. I mean, that's kind of a little bit of our history, Marnie. So we used to, we never knew, we never had devices, we never had mobile phones at that age. We all had VCRs and... Um, uh, puddles. Puddles. <laughs> <laughs> Now that we're coming up to the end of the episode of the podcast, um, we like to do a thing where we get to know our guests' um, favourite things in London. Tell us a bit about where you go or your favourite spots in London. Tell us a bit about, you know, your area like Wembley, where there is to go there. So for the first one, where's your favourite place to go to relax? Oh, to relax. <clears throat> I'm just trying to think. I think for me, I have to be near water. I don't know like why. Reservoir. Yeah, so like we have this yeah. reservoir. A, pu- a puddle? Like, would a puddle do? Or? <laughs> Not a puddle that you jump <laughs> But I think I'm like a water baby. Like I'm just that type. Of, I'm that sign that likes to be near water because I find so. it quite calming. But yeah, I've just always been... I, I, for me, for for relaxation, just I used to work quite a few places in London, which were near the water. So there was the Tower Hill when I used to work for a business um, office space business. Um, I worked near St Catherine's Dock. Nice. I worked uh-huh. along the Thames, like near Temple. I was always near the water. Then I've just yeah, I just seem to travel like in my working career. For some reason, every time I get a job, I always seem to be near water. And then even in even in um, East London, you know, Beckton, you know, along Tollgate Road, where is that Beckton Park is? There's mm. like a little reservoir. Like, it's not like a... A lake. I used to go there with friends sometimes. Yeah, that's really yeah, nice I don't know. That's, I, I would say London's just got its places, you know, like I would walk down South Bank. And then, you know, when I used to work in Park Plaza, like I, the head office there is just right by Westminster. Different places, you know, like I used to go to Brick Lane a lot when I was a teenager. Because we were, we were going to ask, like, is there a place that you like to go for, like, eating? And I think Brick Lane is pretty good. I'm sure Mike would agree because he loves his curries. Brick Lane was a pretty cool place to go to eat, especially on the Where? Sunday morning. No, did you say there was a nice place to eat? Did you say a place or...? Uh, yeah, so, like, Brick Lane is, is another is oh. a place that... Yeah, no, no, yeah, sorry, yeah. I used to yeah. go there for, like... Um, they had the Sunday, Sunday bagel, bagel shop. Yeah, bagel the bagel shop. shop. The, where, where's your favourite place, Jay or Imani? Where's your favourite? where's your favourite place to eat? Would you say? Um, what? I think where do you Wagamamas like? as well. Oh, she loves her Wagamamas. Yeah, but look, I think our 
place in terms of our local it, yeah. before before Wembley Outlet came about we used to be we used to live on the weekends at Brent Cross or at Westfield <laughs> Like Westfield is for like is like a twenty minute, fifteen minute drive. Brent Cross is like a five minute drive. Maybe like ten minutes. Like for us to go, like to do shopping and stuff. <coughs> and then when the outlet came, I don't know. There's just something about with Wembley because we've now also got Box Park. Oh, then yeah. they also before lockdown opened a theatre. They're just opening a lot of things around, and you know, like there's that Bredahead Mike. You've been there a couple of times. Yeah. You know, that, like yeah, Wembley yeah. in general are just well, I, I would say not right now because of lockdown, but prior to it was like they they were just developing it and opening all these new things, and they they are forever changing the shops and the outlets. So you know, it's becoming less street like high street and more. It's like a mini island. city. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, like you have everything yeah, in a short vicinity. Yeah, yeah, and mm. funny enough, like even in Wembley, there's um. During lockdown, we had no plan to move, but I think we were curious. So we actually went to do a couple of viewings of, oh, yeah. of the properties and just, just to kind of, to scope. It wasn't yeah, us right. actually. Yeah, they, they're really nice, really nice properties. Very expensive, <coughs> the rent, but it's a city, it's like another world, basically. You know, you look out your window and you've got like a greenery area and there's like a little pond. And, a little pond and like a little lake thing. Yeah, it's, it, it's weird. But <clears throat> I think not for now because it's out of our price range. But yeah, no, it's getting, there's places to go around there and there's just little gems within this area, which we're still discovering as well. Mm, so, nice. But we also tend to go Queen's Park well in the summer where from. yeah where daddy's yeah. from that was kind of like that's kind of like Imani's park growing up because grandma yeah. was like on the road yeah so when I was on maternity leave like that, that's where from birth that's where I took Imani a lot of the time was we lived in Queen's Park <laughs> yeah. but Imani what about you um pretty much the same isn't yeah because that's where we you're going but yeah, I think we have to discover more of London when lockdown's lifted. Guys, it's been wonderful talking to you both. You know, especially with lockdown, we don't see each other as much. But like, and it's so great to hear you both working towards something as a mother-daughter unit, especially at the the age you are, money. So it's incredible. So really well done for what you're doing. Can you um? What we ask our guests to do is give our listeners who may want to start their own business or may want to go into a certain field that we talk to our guests about, and we ask for you to provide some words of wisdom. So what I want you to do, Marnie, if you can speak to like people who are my age, let's say in their 30s, 20s, 30s, who aren't doing something which they want to do, uh, and maybe feel like they're stuck in a rut, so what would you say as someone who is just starting out in their youth into adulthood life um what would you tell people who aren't doing their dreams at the moment um well maybe just like to if you're like say i don't know not sure of what you're doing maybe just try it out and then like be creative and do like something that you love maybe i don't know 
Oh, that's really good. Yeah, you're never too old to do anything. I think that's another important thing. So, Jay, what would you then say to like people, maybe yourself at your age uh, when you was in money's age? What would you, um, you know? Ooh, that's a. I would say. You know, actually, I would. I, my advice to someone in money's age would be. Um, yes, keep your head down in the books. But also don't forget what do you, you know, discover and uh, kind of explore what you like to do creatively and do that on the side because you just never like that's what, you know, I think people, you know, this society now it's just like academic, academic, books, 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 GCS, you know, exams, exams. But I think in terms of being creative, everyone's got a creative side but we're not taught at that age or we're not encouraged at that age to, you know, go with it and explore it. And I think that's something I would tell, you know, that age to kind of do, to do it and go for it. And then you just never know, like, it could take you somewhere else, you know. So I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, it's, we're never, this is, you know, you've got to kind of stick, for me, it's like a stimulation of, that your creative side, it should never be um, sort of put to, put in a box and left there. It's something we should all do and start from a very young age. Um, but yeah, that's what I think I would tell myself at that age. I agree. That. Yeah, that's really good advice. Yeah. Oh, so, sure. Yeah. And also save, start saving from a young age. <laughs> this is what I'm, we're trying to instill in your money right now is to you know, in terms of finance as well. Like, I don't think we have to put that much pressure on people that age, but it's good to talk to them about budget and talk to them about finance and be open a bit more about yeah. financial, you know, gain and just financial status. And just, we shouldn't, it shouldn't be something we don't talk about openly because, you know, I think it's the younger they, they're sort of, the younger they explore that as well it will only help them in the long run for their future that's kind of mm. i'm just going based on what i what we try and do with imani as parents so yeah, yeah. yeah creative and finance the two key very good words of wisdom guys thank you imani um you've, you've definitely given me something to think about because i yeah i'm probably one of those adults <laughs> Um, yeah, guys it's been it's been amazing having you here i've missed you i miss you all yeah we miss you guys <laughs> thank you. you but yeah we're, we're gonna we're at the end now um gonna wrap it up but before we go mm -hmm. um just let our listeners know what you've got going on i mean you've already spoken a lot about the stuff that is coming out but if you want to just let them know where they can find you where you're at um, where they can buy, how they buy, and what, you know, the people know, be, be the plug. So I'll let Imani put that plug in. I make and sell bath bombs and, like, different products, like shower mounts, rollables, um, scrubs. And, and crystal. Geo bath bombs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, and just to add, like, I'd like to add, because I don't think, I don't think people know um, but we do 
I don't think we adv- advertise it as such, but we do, you know, she does bespoke, like she's been recently asked to do like a bespoke tailor-made gift set. So she's, nice. she's that's nice. something I think we're going to work on, you know, in terms of what we offer as a service. So that might be something as well we do eventually in the future. Yeah. Probably by the time we post this, yeah, you'll yeah. have it up and running. Thank you so much for spending the time. I know you've got school tomorrow, Marnie, so sorry to keep you up. But um, we'd definitely love to have you back on um, in the near future to see how you both are getting on. Hopefully we're out of this lockdown. And, yeah, um, definitely. You know, just touch base and see how, where, where, where you guys are at. And so we can always like check in on your development and how, how well you guys are doing. And I only mm-hmm. wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you, Marnie. Thank mm-hmm. you, Jeff. Thank you, Miss you bro. for having us. Miss you. Thanks, guys. Uh, Miss you guys too. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's been great. Really, it's been really nice to talk to you both. And, um, you know, until next time, all this has been Begin With DMs with myself, Mike, and Jeff. Bye, Jeff. Yep. See you next. Um, and we'll catch you guys soon. <laughs>